If you wanna know the secrets of Hollywood, you don't necessarily need Cosmopolitan. Turn on the radio and listen to Gossip, the program about celebrities. Every Thursday from 10 to 12 on Mustal FM 89.6. Hello, dear listeners. Welcome to our Gossip program. And today here for you in the studio are... Serena. And Miguel. And my name is Sasha. And uh, with this dream team... Today, we prepared for you a lot of interesting information, but we will discuss the topic of Eurovision that we are waiting a lot. We cannot wait for Eurovision, you know, and it's just a month before finals. So we will discuss some topics about Eurovision. Then we will tell you some interesting things about Matrix anniversary. Also, Miguel has uh, some information for us, some gossips about stars who were, who were fired from their project. Then we will discuss some series and movies we are waiting a lot. But before we start with our news about celebrity, we have some news from ourselves for you. Starting Next week, our gossip program will be aired not on Thursday, but on Tuesday. So please keep in mind this change, and we really hope that you will follow us for this exciting and interesting program. So, let's start with Eurovision, because uh, I don't know what about you guys, but I really, I'm really waiting for this song contest. Oh, do you like it? Yes, actually, it's very interesting to see what is the, what are the trends in pop music across all the Europe, and now it's not just Europe, it's also Australia, am I right? Yes, Australia start to participate in uh, 2016. Yeah, right. I remember they had second place, mm. right? Um, actually, I don't remember. And actually, I have to say, I don't know, because I don't follow this contest. I know uh, the existence of uh, this contest, but I'm not a fan of the contest. Oh, really? Yeah. It's surprising. And what about you, Miguel? I never follow Eurovision. It's not my type of contest. Oh, what a surprise for me because, you know, I came from Russia yes. and in Russia mm. it's very popular. Oh. I don't know. It's called Eurovision. We are kind of part of Europe, but uh, not the European Union, you know. So yes, indeed, it's funny. <laughs> yes, and <laughs> this we conversation, like, yeah. Yes, we are. Uh, I think it's because we are very competitive and we mm. like every types of competitions and we really support our singers, you know. Mm. And it's strange for me to say I don't follow the contest because Italy uh, is one of the founding country of the Eurovision Song Contest. Wow. Um, yes. Uh, when it was founded? I don't remember the specific year, but I remember in the 50s. Mm. Yes, and uh, it was inspired by um, an Italian festival, Sanremo. Oh, really? Yes, it was an executive of RAI, that is an Italian television. It was Sergio Pugliese who suggested the idea for the Eurovision Song Contest. And indeed, Italy is part of the Big Five. Yeah, Spain too. Yes. What is Big Five? The Big Five is the list of the countries that spend more money in, in Eurovision. You mean uh, for each contest or like every year or no, in, general. in general? In general. In general, yes. For the organization. Yeah. And I know that the big five don't have to pass in they the have, semifinals. They have the right to pass directly to the finals. To the finals, yes. Oh, wow. And who else? Uh, the big five who will not have to pass the, the semifinals are Italy, France, Germany, Spain, and the United Kingdom, and this year also Israel as host country. Ah, yeah, I know that host country is always in finals. 
Yes. Yeah. Because this year it will be in uh, Tel Aviv. Yes. Yes. And uh, I hope it was like this in football, but okay, <laughs> at least in Eurovision, you know. Yeah, it's kind of surprising that you are the representatives of those countries <laughs> who looks like to be into Eurovision. You're not really interested in that. Hmm. No. And you know, uh, Italy stopped its presence in Eurovision in nineteen ninety seven, and Italy restart after fourteen years. Oh, why you decided to stop your participation? Mm, actually, I don't know. There was no specific reason. No, I think no specific reason. But now we are again in. So, <laughs> welcome and back. welcome back. Yeah. In Spain, fortunately, we are a part of this big five and we have the right to pass directly to the finals because, how to say that, um, we are not the best country in Eurovision. Why? Um, I think that we have a lot of disinterest about Eurovision. This year is our anniversary, exactly 50 years since the last time that we won in Eurovision, in oh. 1969. Oh, so I wish you luck. Maybe this year it will no, be... <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Why? <laughs> our representant is not the favorite to win in this edition. But you personally, have you listened to the song he's gonna perform? No. <laughs> no. Uh, Serena and you, have you listened to a song of your performer, Italian one? Yes, I like the song of the representative of Italy who is participating in the, this contest. And I hope you will like it. I hope we will have a chance to watch Eurovision all together, maybe. It could be, yes. Yes, and uh, we will see whom, which song we like more. But, dear listeners, at this point, uh, we have to leave you for some minutes to listen to other songs, and we will return soon. If you want to know the secrets of Hollywood, you don't necessarily need Cosmopolitan. Turn on the radio and listen to Gossip, the program about celebrities. Every Thursday from 10 to 12 on Mustard FM 89.6. Welcome back, dear listeners, and we are continuing discussing this interesting topic of Eurovision, that song contest we all are awaiting so much. And a couple of words about Eurovision of this year. The song contest of this year will take place in Tel Aviv, as you, Serena, previously told us, because the winner of the last year was a singer from Israel, and that is the main rule of Eurovision. Uh, the one who won the contest in the previous year Uh, will host the next contest. And actually, this is the third time Israel hosts the contest. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Previously, they organized the contest in 1979 and also 1999. Wow. So, looks like they are not that bad in music, you know? Yes. <laughs> But it's not a surprise <laughs> for me because uh, there are so many good performers uh, from Israel. Maybe I... I have to start to follow this contest because I, I think uh, it's a way to, to know other singers about other countries. It's yes. a good way. Yes, I think so. But plus Eurovision, I think we will discuss it later when I will tell you guys about a Russian view on Eurovision, Russian and Ukrainian also participants. Because for us, uh, it's not just about some contests but also about politics a little bit. Mm. And Interesting. What I wanted, yeah, what I wanted to tell you is that you can, by watching Eurovision, you can not only see the songs from all the Europe and Australia, but also by seeing how other countries vote for certain mm. countries, you can understand who... Is friend to whom? <laughs> yeah, uh, yes, because at the end, politics is everywhere and always present. Yes, always, especially if we talk about some international contests. You yeah, know. and this is the 64th edition. Oh, really? Yes, it's a long story. Wow, 
I didn't know it because, I mean, Russia started participating only in 90s, so we are not that long with you guys. <laughs> mm. um, how many times uh, Russia wins in Eurovision? By now, it's just one time. Mm. Uh, we had uh, singer Dima Bilan, and he participated in Eurovision twice. In 2006, he got second place, mm -hmm. and 2008... He won. That's why Eurovision of 2009 was in Moscow. But yeah, we don't win often, but it's often that our performance take uh, high less places. Yes, yeah. like second, third, fourth, but not the first. It's always fight. And uh, we will return to that topic. But now getting back to this eurovision of this year i also wanted to tell you that this year 41 countries from euro and beyond will participate there are no newcomers and no returning countries this year uh, by the way the youngest participant is uh, zena from belarus this year 18 male solo acts will perform on the eurovision stage 14 female solo acts will take the stage Uh, in the past two years, the Eurovision Song Contest was won by a solo act nine times. So you can imagine, ten years, nine times it was solo, um, maybe. That means that this year as well, it's not going to be a group or duo or trio, but solo. Hmm. And uh, I tried to predict who's going to win. Is it going to be a solo singer or a group? But... Do you guys, do you have uh, any guess who can win this year? I have something about this, like you said, it's a solo singer. She is a Danka Lorenz from Netherlands. He is the favorite in Norbert with this with her song Arcade. And after Netherlands, uh, we find two of the favorites among the favorites each year. Mm. Uh, they are... Tell me. Raja. <laughs> with Sergei Lazarev. Oh, yeah. And the Sweden singer, John Ludwig. Okay, so I expect two main things between me and our colleague Julia, who's from mm. Sweden this year. It's gonna be like a, a game between Russia and Sweden in hockey. I mean, hockey, oh. ice hockey. And also, Eurovision, we will be Competitors. Uh, I can feel a little cold war here. <laughs> Just about competitions. I told you we are very competitive. <laughs> we hate losing. <laughs> But, uh, you know, in third place, according to betting expert, is the Italian Momut also. Um, oh, yes. Italian? Yes, he's Italian and it's called Momut. Uh, it's also a um, combination of names I, I think his name is Alessandro Mahmoud because he's Italian actually mm -hmm. but his father is um, uh, he came from Morocco mm. and uh, he won also uh, the last edition of uh, Festival of Saremo that is the that is the most important festival uh, of the song in Italy mm. So yes. interesting, and I know that doesn't mean that he will be the third, but he will be in uh, the in middle of the fight of the competition with others' favorites because now it's kind of unpredictable, but we will see. And uh, now I should consider if I should make a bet for Eurovision Song Contest. So please, dear listeners... Enjoy this music and come back in a few minutes. If you want to know the secrets of Hollywood, you don't necessarily need Cosmopolitan. Turn on the radio and listen to Gossip, the program about celebrities. Every Thursday from 10 to 12 on Mustard FM 89.6. Okay, we are back. I'm still very interested into Eurovision topic. And Serena, I know that there are some surprises for us on Eurovision, isn't it? Yes, and we can start talking about this, starting with the slogan. Do you know 
the slogan of this Eurovision contest of this year. Oh, tell me, Serena. Interesting. I really like it because it is dare to dream. Oh. Ooh. It seems to me happy and something, I don't know, I like this strong slogan. Yeah, but I like it too, yeah. Sounds very cool, dare to dream. Yeah. But what about the host, you asked me before? The host of the event of this year will be the supermodel Bar Raffaele. Italian? No, uh, Israeli. Ah, sorry, yes. Because her uh, last name reminds me of something Italian, you know, no? Oh, yes, because uh, you can hear the final vowel. Mm-hmm. And you recognize something in, it, in Italian, but no, she's from Israel. Mm, okay. Don't you know her? Uh, maybe if I see her, I will recognize mm. her, but uh, by the name, sorry. Maybe she's the ex-girlfriend of Leonardo DiCaprio? Yes, she's also famous for this, actually. <laughs> you know, uh, DiCaprio collected a lot of blonde models, so she is one of the many others. So probably I just uh, cannot keep on his uh, personal life, sorry. I will refresh my knowledge. And and, uh, together with Barrafeli, there are also Erestal with Asiazar and Lucy Ayub as sent in the green room. But I don't know what is the green room. I think that uh, it is the room where they announce the points. It could mm. be because um, it could be such. But there is another great news about the guest of honor because maybe it will be Madonna. Oh, really? Wow, I love her. But she's a legend, so yes, she's uh, actually. I don't know how y- it's possible not to love her because. Wow, it's Madonna. She is a superstar. Yes, she is. And I like the fact she supported other artists. And she she's American, right? Good mm. question. More or less. Because, yes, she's American, but her roots are Italian. I n- didn't know it. Yes. Actually, she has an Italian surname because her name is Madonna Luis Ciccone. This sounds Italian. Yes, <laughs> more than Raffaele. <laughs> yes, so she is also Italian and uh, actually Italy is very proud about this uh, connection with Madonna. Of course, I can imagine. Yeah. And uh, you said that it's not 100% sure that she's going to be a star? Yes, it's just um, a rumor. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I hope she will. Yes, it will be great. But you know, there are a few of countries who decided at the end uh, to step back. And they are Bosnia and Herzegovina, Bulgaria, Luxembourg, Slovakia and Turkey. And also Andorra. And Ukraine. Oh, Really? I didn't, I didn't know it. Mm. Yes, uh, and it's actually an interesting story. And, uh, and it is possible uh, to find every day um, from now different information because it will be on May, is it? Yes, mm. yes. The finals um, is going to be... 18 of May. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the semifinals during the 14th and, and 16th. 16th, yeah. Yes. And um, uh, I don't really like to watch semifinals, but I like to see the final show with the voting. And, you know, like when you try to. When, when you try to make your predictions, no? Yes, mm. yes. But because you are Russian, uh, you love competition, as you said before. Mm, yes, and you cannot even imagine how much we love competitions and how we support our, doesn't matter, sportsmen or singers or who else, I don't know, uh, maybe. Um, Italians have the same behavior, but only for sport and only for football. Mm-hmm. Not for music, no? Not really for music. Actually, I don't really understand how they um, value the song because it's uh, a piece of art. Yes, but so for me, it's still a mystery, but hmm, I don't know. We will see. 
anyway, uh, I would say that every song that won during Eurovision becomes a song of summer. So we'll see. And uh, now I'm sorry, but we have to make a short music break and we will return in a while. If you want to know the secrets of Hollywood, you don't necessarily need Cosmopolitan. Turn on the radio and listen to Gossip, the program about celebrities. Every Thursday from 10 to 12 on Mustard FM 89.6. And here we are again in the studio discussing the most interesting thing about celebrities' lives. And now we have Eurovision topic. So, yeah, uh, in previous part, I told you that we are very competitive. And you guys told me that Sergei Lazarev, who is a singer from Russia, is one of the favorites. Yes. Yes. Hmm. I read in, in uh, different articles about him. Hmm. As we discussed, he participated a couple of years ago. And also Dima Bilan, I told you, another singer who didn't win at the first time, but came back to Eurovision and he won. So I think it's kind of the same story. Sergei Lazarev decided to return to Eurovision again with an intention to win. And you know what? Why he lost the previous time? No, no. idea. It was 2016. And I remember clearly that day because I was in Brussels with two Hungarian friends of mine, by the way, and we were watching Eurovision. They were laughing a lot at me because I was like, oh, come on, do it, go. Like I was watching football. Yeah. <laughs> it was a song contest. So that year, the voting system had changed. Oh, maybe you heard that before. Each country set some points to another country. Mm-hmm. And that year was introduced a positional voting system, which means that each country awards two sets of points to their 10 favorite songs. One from televoting, when people all around country vote for uh, their favorite singer, but they cannot vote for the singer from their country. And another point from jury. Mm-hmm. So two different types of points. And that year, 2016, Sergei Lazarev won televoting. So most of the people voted to him. Yes. But then uh, the stage of introducing the points from jury started. And most of the jury voted for Ukrainian singer Jamala and also for Australian singer. So there was a difference between the jury and the televote. Yeah. Yes, a huge difference that in the end made the final decision. So I was so stressed because, okay, he's going to win. And now I see that he loses some points. But uh, actually his song and his performance were very, very good. And the song was very catchy. I like it more than a song from this year. And he was the favorite also. Some people told like, okay, these guys from Russia, they just know the rules too well so they choose uh, the best practices mm. from all the winners from previous years and put it into practice and uh, yeah that's how they want to win anyway Sergei Lazarev was the third Australia second and uh, Jamala from Ukraine is uh, the first um, a question Sasha so mm. the points from the jury is more important than televote. Actually, I cannot say that it's more important. It's like 50-50. They, okay. uh, they want uh, to present it in a way like it's 50-50. Okay. But um, I don't know. Which As is it right? Because, yes. I don't know what this jury, uh, why the, their opinion differs so much compared to the opinion of uh, the population of the countries. But I don't know. Actually, I read an article and in the article it was written that they did it just to keep that feeling of stress uh, during the voting. Just for us to make television more an exciting thing. Yes, interesting. They did it well, so actually. If Lazarev was the favorite of the people this year. And That year, yeah. Jamala from Ukraine won with the vote from the jury. 
Yes. Uh, Do so you think uh, that there is a kind of conspiracy against the Russian singer, Sasha? Interesting question <laughs> for you, Sasha. That's a tricky question. Uh, I'm lucky that we are not in the world politics program right now, but I will answer you shortly. I think uh, there was something in that. Oh, interesting. But you know what? What is interesting? That this year Ukraine is not going to participate. As you said before, before. yes. Yes, in that year it was Lazarev and Ukraine. Now it's Lazarev and Ukraine is not participating. But you know why? No, no. at all. Actually, they had that kind of internal competition in Ukraine. And the singer, her name is Maruf, won. But in the end, she stepped back. The quote, I don't want to be beaten on the political scene. Because she was blamed by Ukrainian officials that she had uh, performances in Russia and they wanted to control her too strictly. Bad. Also, other participants who had second, third, fourth place in the internal competition, they decided that they are not going to go to Eurovision. That's why Ukrainian television announced that, okay, we will not participate We should remind to our listeners that, as Sasha said before, this is not world politics, but we have to say that politics is always everywhere. It's mm. always present. Yes. yes. So, but let's continue to enjoy our gossip program. So mm -hmm. for now, we make a break and... See you later. If you want to know the secrets of Hollywood, you don't necessarily need Cosmopolitan. Turn on the radio and listen to Gossip, the program about celebrities. Every Thursday from 10 to 12 on Mustar FM 89.6. Hello again, and we are continuing. We had a very interesting discussion about Eurovision, but we stopped uh, on uh, the thought that uh, sometimes music art and politics are too connected and Serena I know that you have something to tell us about this topic yes there is an Italian singer very famous in Italy but actually in all the world and above all in the east of Europe who was included in the list of individuals that are considered as threat to national security by Ukraine oh wow what is his name is Albano Carrisi. Oh, I know him. He's very popular in Russia. Yes, he and Romina Power were very famous in 80s and 90s. Mm -hmm. Yes, in Russia. Mm -hmm. Yes, or in Soviet Union. Yeah, yeah. Uh. Um, yes, Romina Power was his uh, wife. Mm. But the fact is that the Ukraine Ministry of Culture has included him as a danger for the nation. Oh, wow. Yes. What did he do? Uh, because now I try to explain. Um, because Ukraine thinks that he is too much closer to Putin, you know? To Putin personally? Yes. Oh. And it has started a sort of I don't know how to say, but legal war between the singer, so between Albano and Ukraine. Because, as he said, I can put a quote about Albano if you want. Mm -hmm. He said, I met him three times. He is talking about Putin. In 1986, during a tour in Russia, I played... 18 concerts in Leningrad and another 18 in Moscow. In one of these, he was here. A day later, he came to the hotel to congratulate me. Then, in 2004, I sang in the Kremlin to celebrate the new year. At the same table with Putin, there was his family. I never say the word against Ukraine. It is unacceptable that I, who have always sung peace, now am treated as a terrorist. Mm. Yes, he commented like this uh, during a recent interview. And he also said that he would have called uh, the ambassador and then the Ukrainian Ministry of Culture because he wants to understand how his name ended up. But it is 
about this uh, connection, this kindness for Putin? Because Albano has strong and particular ideas about politics and uh, maybe he showed his um, pleasure to meet Putin and maybe it is a problem for Ukraine. But I don't know. I've got my opinion, but it, it is interesting for me first to hear your opinion, Miguel. What do you think about it? I can imagine Albano like a KGB agent. Can or cannot? <laughs> can, can. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's interesting. <laughs> Speaking uh, seriously, I think that music, art in general and politics should not be connected. No, me too. Because, for example, as that uh, Ukrainian singer Maruf decided to step back of Eurovision uh, because of political yes. reasons, she was under the pressure of politics. She And didn't want to be, you know, that small toy in a big political game. I think it's the right decision. Mm. Yes, it is totally crazy because arts in general have to be separated from politics. Yes, for sure. Anyway, the Italian singer, who, as I said before, is very famous also in Russia uh, with his ex-wife also, he never hidden his admiration for the Russian president Vladimir Putin. And I have to say that it creates some ideas also in Italy. But who cares about his political sympathies if he doesn't speak about it loudly and he is a good singer and performer? To me, it's like your political sympathies are yours. But if I like your art and if you don't act aggressively, of course, about yes. your political sympathies, that's okay. I think that is a question about propaganda. If Ukraine take a, a strong position against Russia, They forbidden to to Albano to enter in Ukraine. Mm. It's a information and propagandist uh, point of view. Mm. Happens happens the same with the French actor Gerard Depardieu. Mm -hmm. mm. He has forbidden the entrance in Ukraine because about, he uh, has proximately with uh, Putin. Yeah, he has Russian citizenship. Yes, and also. Russia didn't participate in Eurovision 2017 because Julia Samoylova, a Russian singer, was banned because that um, Eurovision took place in Ukraine. And Julia Samoylova, a Russian singer, was banned because she had performances in Crimea and it is forbidden in Ukraine by law. So those who have performances in Crimea cannot enter the country. Maybe. It could be a topic for our world politics program. It could be, yes, yes, because it's interesting. And now we let you get some breath, dear listeners, and we'll be back with another interesting topic. If you want to know the secrets of Hollywood, you don't necessarily need Cosmopolitan. Turn on the radio and listen to Gossip, the program about celebrities. Every Thursday from 10 to 12 on Mustar FM 89.6. Welcome back, dear listeners. And, uh, okay, now stop about music. I want to know more about films and series. I know that... It is kind of anniversary this yes, year. Yes, an oh. important anniversary. What's happened? Are you interested in the science fiction movies? Yes. Yes. Because the last 31st of March was the 20th anniversary of the premiere of The Matrix. Wow. Oh, really? Am I so old? <laughs> Because <laughs> yes. I remember the it's first... Too much, too much time, no? Oh, my yes, God. It's yes, it's 20 years. I remember like it was yesterday. Yeah. Yes. The 31st of March in, of uh, 1999 was the premiere. Ah, I was 10 years old. Mm -hmm. I, no, I was nine. I have to say that this trilogy revolutionized the science fiction movies and catapulted the Wachowski sister and... Um, Of course, the actor Keanu Reeves to the stardom. Yes, I know him. Mm. You have noticed about Keanu Reeves, no? Wow, well, one of my favorite actors. <laughs> yes, yes, actually, is is a superstar. Yes, 
and he is also a very kind person, I think. But I want to share with you some curious fact that you maybe not know about this trilogy of the Matrix. Mm. Mm. Tell mm. us, Miguel, because example, I know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> the actor Will Smith was about to become Neo, a role that at the last minute fell into the hands of Keanu Reeves. You said Will Smith. Will Smith. Could oh. you imagine Will Smith in Matrix? No, wow. I cannot imagine him. Uh, to me, he's like more a comedian. Uh. Yes, but uh, I remind you that um, he plays in uh, I'm a Legend. Yes, yes I know. But yes. yes, I still have that kind of image of him. But no, now is Keanu Reeves for sure. It's yes. more serious no? character. Mm. Yes, yeah. it, it's weird, actually. Yes. Smith refused to interpret Neo for one reason. He preferred to act in the movie Wild Wild West. I don't know if you have noticed about this movie. I haven't seen it. Only God could understand the mind of Will, of Will Smith. <laughs> That's true. Well, I think it was not the best decision for no. him. Uh, another fact. Wonder Bros made a large list of candidates for the main character role of Neo. Mm -hmm. There is no only Will Smith or Keanu Reeves in this list. Mm. For example, the favorite for the Wachowski sisters was Johnny Depp. Actually, I can imagine Johnny Depp... Um, It's very similar to Keanu Reeves, I think. Mm, I don't think so. No? When I think about Johnny Depp, I think ab about a very uh, different kind of actor. If I uh, make a comparison with Kenny Reese for example but maybe because um, because of the Pirates of Caribbean so and I have Barton's movie yes I have this image of him but uh, okay of course he's a great actor uh, nothing to say in the in against him totally but I can't imagine him in this um, movie yes yes but it it will be it It could be interesting. Mm. For the producers, for Warner Bros, the, they prefer other names like uh, Brad Pitt or Leonardo DiCaprio for Neo. DiCaprio, no. He was too young in this period. I can't imagine, I cannot imagine DiCaprio like Neo. Yes, I mm. mean, for me, he is too handsome, you know. He has that uh, very... Um, a handsome face and mm. uh, compared to him Keanu Reeves is more serious you know yes even if uh, Leonardo DiCaprio has miserate himself in very different movie and very different characters yes but I have to remember that this we are talking about 1999 We are talking about yes. Titanic, DiCaprio. Yes, I know. Yes. Oh, my God, I had a T-shirt of Titanic. Oh. Yes, <laughs> I always, uh, so, sorry, I also had a lot of stuff about Titanic because I was mad in that time. But I was only six years. I was, I was only six. <laughs> you remind me about... Uh, <laughs> My mm, my children, thank you, Miguel. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> One so. more about Keanu Reeves. A little before he started to roll, Reeves was operated on a two-level fusion in his cervical spine and was in the process of recovery throughout the production of the movie. This could explain the rigid movement in the upper body of the film especially when the head turn, for example. And it's important to know that because Reeves done by himself all the rigs essence in Matrix. I should uh, watch the film again. Yes. To keep attention to the details. Yes. We can watch it together. Mm -hmm. Because I, I don't remember. I remember all, all, only the main plot. Yes. And but I, f I forgot a lot of things. I have to be honest. I only see the first 
I remember myself watching the third and the last part. No spoiler, please. It's a good plan for the weekend. Yeah. Of course. Guys, I think that now we should go and uh, tell our colleagues uh, that we have a very good plan for weekend. Of course. Sasha. Yes. And we have. Yeah. And while we are discussing our weekend program, Matrix thing... We let you listen some music. If you want to know the secrets of Hollywood, you don't necessarily need Cosmopolitan. Turn on the radio and listen to Gossip, the program about celebrities. Every Thursday from 10 to 12 on Mustal FM 89.6. Hello again, you're listening to Gossip, our favorite program about stars, celebrities and what is going on in their luxurious lives. But not all of them are so lucky to, you know, to have a dream project, dream life, dream family, dream house and blah, blah, blah. Because there are some celebrities who... Mm, experienced some bad luck and uh, even were fired from their projects. Uh, right, Miguel? Yes, Sasha. It's time to talk about the uh, famous actors and actresses who have been fired from their movies. Mm. And, of course, the reasons for that fire. Mm, I'm very, very interested. Are you, Serena? Mm. Yes, it is. Uh, indeed, because it's always strange to me to know that someone famous has been fired from a set. Mm -hmm. So, yes, it's interesting. Mm -hmm. Tell us something. For example, do you know the actor Edward Norton? Yes, oh, yes. of course. I love him. One of my favorites. Mm -hmm. He acts like a Hulk in The Incredible Hulk, but anyone from Marvel calls uh, Edward Norton to Avengers. He fired Edward Norton and he contra they contract other actors to the role of Hulk. And you know why? Mm, there are a lot of rumors, but it's problem with the issues of creativity. Or Edward Norton doesn't accept to collaborate mm. with other elements in the team. So there are very rumors, but... Interesting. It means maybe that he's, uh, he's an independent worker, mm. if you know what I mean. Someone who has problem in being uh, someone who has maybe problems to collaborate. But he's an actor. He has to work with a group of yes, people. Indeed, it's uh, strange. Oh, there will be there will be the others others reasons for this for sure i'm sure and uh, who else okay edward norton remains a great actor <laughs> so <laughs> we don't have anything against edward no norton. anything we like him there is other famous famous actor maybe you have noticed about him ryan gosling yes uh, yeah i know sure. him <laughs> ryan gosling is going to be the father in the lovely bones uh peter jackson's movie mm-hmm Yes, I heard about it. Gosling is going to be the father, but they have uh, different opinions about how to be, how have to be the father, this role in the movie. And there was a little fight between the director Peter Jackson and Gosling. Who oh, I didn't know it. Ooh, mm. it's like a fight of Titan and Ryan Gosling. <laughs> <laughs> So about the 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 character. Yes, about the the role. Yes, that how have to be the role of this character. Mm, interesting. It's about also age. Age, uh, clothes. I think uh, mm. that is stupid scenes. <laughs> that I don't care about Gosling. I care about him. Mm. <laughs> Ooh. What do yes. you mean, Serena? A lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he's um, a good actor, but I have to to admit, uh, to be honest, that I like him. 
as as a man for because to me is also an handsome guy i think that your feelings are shared by many fans of him and his roles we are talking about two actors maybe it's time to talk about an actress yes about Anne Hathaway oh yes I know her yeah me too she's very famous mm. yeah was she fired she wanted to she wanted the role of one of the main characters in the film Knock Up but there was a little problem the director of this film he wanted a natural birth in the movie Mm-hmm. He wanted to obligate Han Hathaway to get pregnant and What? Yes. Well, this no, is sorry. crazy. Yes. Sorry. I didn't understand. <laughs> Me neither, but that is the reason. Uh I hope actually I hope this is all only a rumor because it's crazy. Very crazy. <laughs> yes, I mean uh, you don't give a birth to a baby for a role in a movie, do you? He wants uh, to be a naturalist. <laughs> too much of naturalism yes, to my mind. A little for a little too far from the good way to act. The common sense. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> But they are artists and the artists are always weird. No. She obviously refused to interpret uh, interpret this uh, role. And I can understand her, yes. Me too. But did he find an actress? Uh, yes. <laughs> Catherine Hegel. Oh my God, she she <laughs> became pregnant for the role. I don't know so much, but... <laughs> okay, guys, now we have a lot of things to think about. And uh, we need some time. Sorry, listeners, this is this music for you. And we'll come back in a while. If you want to know the secrets of Hollywood, you don't necessarily need Cosmopolitan. Turn on the radio and listen to Gossip, the program about celebrities. Every Thursday from 10 to 12 on Mustard FM 89.6. Hello and welcome back, dear listeners. We are here in a very interesting program about the gossips. And now this is the moment to talk about... Uh, Big Bang Theory, no, Zaja? Oh, yeah. Do you guys like this movie? Not too much. Uh, actually, I have to say, I not that I don't like, but I didn't follow the series, but I think I could like it. Mm. Because it's very famous, and I saw um, different parts from YouTube, for example, And I found it very brilliant. So who knows? Maybe in the future I, I could decide to uh, watch it. Mm. But do you like sitcoms in general? Yes, I love sitcoms. Mm. And a special kind of sitcom like How I Met Your Mother or Friends. Oh, oh yeah. I think you will like Big Bang Theory then. Because it's the, you know, the same story of neighbors mm. living together. and Friends. Yes. Yes, friends having some funny situations, but also they have that uh, weird characters. Uh, yes. As, uh, they are geeks. The, the guys are geeks, and there is a girl who, is, uh, who has an appearance of a model, and she wants to become an actress. And uh, I don't know if she became, because I haven't seen last two seasons, but mm. I think I should catch up. Because, you know what? Big Bang Theory just made history. This comedy has officially been named the longest-running American multi- multi-camera sitcom. With, you know how many episodes? No. No, Sasha. 276 episodes. Wow. Great number. Mm-hmm. And actually... The previous record belonged to the comedy series named Cheers. Uh, this series was aired from 1982 to 1993. And it, had, it has 275 episodes. 
you know what I mean? What I want to tell you about. One more episode is was enough to beat the record. Wow. <laughs> Miguel, I can see your face. You, <laughs> you're like, oh, come on, seriously. No, I, I'm impressed. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. And uh, the cast had a very big celebration. They marked it on their Instagram, Twitter accounts. And uh, Kaylee Cuoco posted uh, the photo on her account and wrote, Blessed, humbled, amazed, grateful. Thank you to everyone who has supported us the last 20 years, 20 years, 20 seasons. Can you imagine? By the way, I was always wondering how these actors live their lives. So they spend 12 years, 12 years ago, I was a different person. But it's not about me. It's about Big Bang Theory. <laughs> <laughs> But sometimes uh, movies and series can remind you about your changement. Mm. So that's why you remind yourself about it. <laughs> yeah, that's actually, it's kind of shocking. But, um, and it's time to say goodbye to Big Bang Theory because the 12th season is the last season of this series. Oh, really? Yes, and uh, they actually wanted to uh, film more. But the main, one of the main actors... Jane Parsons. Yeah, right, Jim Parsons, you know? Uh, oh, the actors play. who yes. plays Sheldon Cooper? Yeah, yes. that's right. So the most interesting character yes. in the series. So according to Entertainment Weekly, CBS was trying to negotiate two more seasons, but Jim Parsons was ready to say goodbye to the sitcom. And there is no show without Dr. Sheldon Cooper. Yes, it's true. Yes. Even if I, I, I am not a, f um, a follower of, the, of this sitcom, I can say that it is true. Without Sheldon Cooper, there is no Big Bang Theory. Yes, and uh, did you know that um, Parsons won four Emmys and one Golden Globe for his role in the Big Bang Theory? Really? One Golden Globe? Yes. It's a very respectful prize. But you, uh, do you know why he wants to abandon the sitcom? Maybe it's too much time, 12 years in the same project. Um, he needs, I don't know, but maybe he needs other challenge. Yes, it could be. Because many of actors... Uh, who came from the series uh, decide even if they are so beloved but they decide to change and it's understandable yes yes even though according to some media they uh, the the main stars of the series like him Jim Parsons uh, Johnny Galetsky Kaylee Cuoco and other uh, stars they earned nearly one million dollars per episode. Per episode? Yes, according to some media. So I think for Jim Parsons, it was really time to move on. And it was uh, the decision of him that came from the very inside of him. And probably it was like the decision he made very carefully. Yeah. Yes. Just can imagine. This yes, because I can imagine the fans and all the followers of the sitcom they have to be um, destroyed at this moment with it yes office. yeah it's really sad but everything ends sometimes and this part of the program too so now a little bit of music and we'll be back soon If you want to know the secrets of Hollywood, you don't necessarily need Cosmopolitan. Turn on the radio and listen to Gossip, the program about celebrities. Every Thursday from 10 to 12 on Mustard FM 89.6. Welcome back, dear listeners. As you have 
listen we are talking about series but also music and now it's time to talk about the most awaited series in this moment and I know that Sasha knows something about it. Yeah, you know, I'm kind of a serious lover. I really like series when I have time to watch them. But of course, the most important event of this April that Game of Thrones is Yes, I know. Yes. We are enjoying this beautiful series. Which yes. day is already the 14th? 14th. Yes. Yes, so soon, but it's not the only series I'm really waiting for. For example, Deadwood of HBO is aired. Some words about Deadwood. That's really finished six or seven years ago, no? Yeah, Miguel. The profanely poetic western has long been TV's great unfinished masterpiece, even though HBO promised not one but two reunion reunion movies to conclude this story when they abruptly cancelled this series in 2006. 13 years later, we are lucky enough to get one. Creator David Milch has brought back most of the surviving cast led by Timothy Oliphant and Ian McShane. Miguel, do you wait for this? Yes, but I have to watch the first, second and third seasons. Ah, I thought you were kind of uh, fun. Yes. Another series I'm really waiting for because I like science fiction and fiction. This series is Stranger Things. Three. Yes, I love it too. Yes, mm. and I'm waiting for Stranger Things. That will be on in uh, July 4th. Yes, yes, July for so much time, but oh. I'm waiting for a great summer. Yay! <laughs> yes, because um, I want to ask you, given that you are a fan or whoever, a, a follower of the of Stranger Things, a follower, yeah. uh, what do you like most about Stranger Things? Actually, I would say that I like that kind of atmosphere in the mm -hmm. movie. I like the, the picturing, the way they film it. It gives you a sense of being there, yes. a sense of some kind of mystery, and you're discovering it with the main uh, characters of yes. it. Yes, you. I agree with you, but I also like uh, the contest, historical contest, because it, it is set in the 80s. So uh, it reminds me about the Goonies. Do you know The Goonies? Yes. No. Um, <laughs> the Goonies is a cult movie of the 80s, if I don't go wrong. Yes, yes. And it's famous, but okay, it's not about being famous. It's about the same contest. The Goonies uh, were a group of friends about the same age, more or less. And they went around their city to discover something. And they discovered it something so it's Some stranger things probably. yes <laughs> yes a legend and yes it's about the pleasure of discovering and it's about friendship mm, i should watch this movie i will ask you for a link yes you should watch it because it's very closer to stranger things or better stranger things is very closer to, to goonies yes but mm. you know stranger things is part of other series and also movies were inspired by 80s Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, indeed, as you know, in Stranger Things, there is also Winona Ryder, who is... Yeah. Yes, and you know, she's one of the most popular actresses of the 80s and 90s period. So there are a lot of connection with the past. Yeah. A past who now is very, very beloved by the public. Yeah, it's kind of nostalgia. Yes, And um, you know what? I want to tell you about one more series I really waiting for. And uh, uh, this series is again with uh, three very beautiful and very famous actresses. Like you said, Vinona Ryder is in Stranger Things. And I'm talking about Big Little Lies. Oh, I heard something about it, but I don't mm. know. Oh, I love it. 
I know Reese Witherspoon, but I don't remember the other. Yes, there is Reese Witherspoon, Zoe Kravitz, and uh, Nicole Kidman. Ah, Nicole Kidman. Wow, well. she's superstar. She's so Kidman. very beautiful there, and uh, they play very independent women who live in a small city. It is kind of mysterious detective story. No spoilers here, guys. I strongly recommend you to watch the first season before the second season airs. I'm sure you will like it. I don't know, but the title reminds me about uh, Pretty Little Liars. So uh, there is maybe some connection. Yeah. So, yes. Yes. Curious. But guys, we have to make a small music break here and we will return to you with our final part where we will tell you about some most awaited movies. If you want to know the secrets of Hollywood, you don't necessarily need Cosmopolitan. Turn on the radio and listen to Gossip, the program about celebrities. Every Thursday from 10 to 12 on Mustard FM 89.6. Hello, we are here again in our studio and still there are three of us, Sasha, Serena, Miguel. And we are discussing very interesting topics today. We want to tell you many more things, but for now we will tell you about the most awaited movies of this year. And I've got a first question. Do you guys like superhero movies? Marvel? Mm. DC? Not too much, honestly. Mm. Yes, for me too, not too much. But many people love them. That's why this year we are waiting for many films about superheroes. It's Hellboy and it will be released tomorrow on April 12th. Dear listeners, don't miss it. Also, it's gonna be the next part of Avengers. Miguel, I know you know them. Yes, Avengers and the game could be. And game, yes. And game. Mm-hmm, yes. Mm. So it's gonna be a huge battle, I think. Uh, the kind of movie you want to watch in the cinema. Also, it's gonna be Dark Phonics with you know who? Yes, I know the main star is a very famous actor from a very famous series. And this is... Sophie Turner. Yes, Sophie Turner appears in every gossip program. Until now, yes. yes. Until now, yes, she's such a newsmaker, so yes, Sophie Turner everywhere. Getting back to movies, we are waiting for Spider-Man Far From Home. It's gonna be in July 5th. Oh yes, actually I have to say Spider-Man is the only superhero I like. So maybe I will watch it. Okay, but you know whom I like? I like Joker. Oh, He's not a superhero. <laughs> he is super anti-hero. <laughs> yes, that's so. uh, we have to say he is a great anti-hero. Hero. I, I think that his uh, Joker movies is waiting for us in this autumn. Yes, we have to wait till October, and it's gonna be another Joker movie. But I really love actors who play Joker. Who is? Who is? I liked uh, Heath Ledger in this role. Oh, yes. Yes. The, the, my favorite. But also it was uh, Jack Nicholson. Yes. Who is great performance. Star. But also the Heath Ledger's performance was great. Yeah, I like him a lot. Apart from superhero movies, it's funny that this year we will see a lot of remakes and sequels. Wow. For example, in May we will see a story about Detective Pikachu. Oh, really? Yes. Oh my god. Pokemon. Pokemon, yes. Uh, <gasps> Hello Childhood. And also Aladdin. Oh yes, and I'm waiting for Aladdin. And actually, this film is directed by Guy Ritchie, my favorite filmmaker, one of my favorite. Wow. The one who directed Revolver and... Uh, Sherlock Holmes. Snatch. And also Sherlock Holmes. I'm waiting for it. And, and it's there will be, be Will Smith. In Aladdin. Yes, also. And it's gonna be on May 24th, which is a day before my birthday. So oh. thank you, Guy Ritchie, for this <laughs> present. <laughs> But not just Aladdin. I've got even better news for you. For example? The most touching cartoon for me during my childhood was Lion King. Oh, yes. It's my true. favorite. 
yes. Disney movie. <laughs> yes, it's and a masterpiece, yes. actually. And we will see Lion King this July. This July? Yes. July of this year is full of surprise. Of magic. <laughs> yeah. But for those who prefer more realistic movies, Godzilla, King of Monsters, in May. What is your opinion of realistic, Sasha? <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, dear listeners. Ah, you know, sometimes I'm following my imagination. Okay, non-realistic, but still good movie, is Man in Black International. Mm. So we That's interesting. And also, another story from my childhood, but it's not a cartoon. I it is uh, It. Do you know that story of a clown who yes. steals children? Part, no? Yes, it's going to oh, be It yes. Chapter 2. Mm. But we have to wait till September. I didn't see the first part, but because I want to read the book first, but it's huge, so I don't think. Yes, I know. And I think I will see the movie without read the book. Yeah, you should do it. And now, guys, as a closure, I want to tell you about a couple of more movies. It's my personal selection. Oh, interesting. I think you will like it, too. First of all, it's going to be another Terminator movie in November. Really? Yes, and it's going to be Arnold Schwarzenegger in it. And the director of that movie is Tim Miller, who is director of Deadpool. So I expect something very cool. Also, there is going to be Star Wars, the final of Skywalker saga. I'm really waiting for it. I'm a fan. In oh. this case, I'm not a follower, but I'm a fan. And I think that is the last Quentin Tarantino's movies. Yes, yeah. the Quentin Tarantino movie I'm waiting for is Once Upon Time in America. Yes, in Hollywood. I'm Hollywood. I'm Once waiting upon for it. Time in yeah. Hollywood. I'm really wa waiting for it. That's why I decided to tell about this film at the very end, just to you know leave it for dessert, dear listeners. Please follow our updates. We will tell you more about these movies in next Gossip. And don't forget that from the next week, Gossip will air on Tuesday. Today, in the studio, with you were... Serena. Miguel. And me, Sasha. Goodbye. 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 Everybody comes to Thank you, listeners. Meet you next Thursday from 10 to 12 for the Gossip program... Obviously, on Mustard FM 89.6.